What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to A Vision Includes You podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Vu. I am joined by DJ. DJ, what's going on, brother? Nothing much, man. Having the best day ever. As we like to say in the academy, best day ever. Every day is the best day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's been, uh, the weather is getting nicer. I think there's a lot. I think uh, on Monday or is it next Monday or next Wednesday, it's going to be like 15 degrees. Looking forward to that. Ooh, I think it's Sunday. I think Sunday is actually a nice day. And that's when we're linking Sunday. up, right? No, we're linking up on Saturday. <laughs> all Saturday, good, all good. Uh, yeah, morning or, or middle of the day. Yeah, going to do a little photo shoot, get some content for you folks. Yeah, um, but yeah, go. I'm excited for that. I got my got my uh, my girlfriend's uh, first fight coming up. That's going to be exciting. You're going to kick some ass. It's it's kind of more exciting the fact that like your, your girlfriend can kick your butt. <laughs> yep, that, that's my worst fear. You know, like I recently yeah. got my girlfriend into the gym right now, and my worst fear is like, yo, one day she's gonna be like be stronger than me, and then like, uh, <laughs> I can't even talk back to her anymore. <laughs> yeah, what are, hey, what's your place. thoughts? Like, what what are your thoughts on like if if your girlfriend can lift more than you? Do you guys is that acceptable? Is that accept, acceptable as a as a as a coach as a personal trainer if your if your girlfriend lifts more than you? And guys, we're not trying to be sexist. Girls can definitely be strong, but I'm just saying like it's more of like an ego thing. Like I know you guys can relate to that. Like the fellas out there, if your girl lifts more than you, I'm sorry. You guys need to you guys need to focus on some some strength uh some strength training, guys. Yeah, right. if, you, if your girl lifts more than you, then you're gonna be the one doing the laundry and doing the dishes from now on. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna we're gonna get labeled as like sexist and nah, misogynist. We're just kidding. We're just kidding. We're kidding. We're kidding. <laughs> cut that out. Cut that out. No, I'm just kidding. Cut that out. Yeah, we're gonna, don't worry. If you guys are here live, it's not gonna be on the podcast. Um, but yeah, man, yo, let's. No, it is gonna be on the podcast. Out. It is gonna be on the podcast. <laughs> this right. is well, yeah, here. guys, we love. No, well, I mean, we can talk about the fact that you know. Yeah, men have more testosterone so we have the unfair advantage okay so if the your girl does actually lift more than you then i would yeah you are gonna do the dishes and you're gonna do the laundry you're just gonna yep. just gonna yep. be out i think it. that's like um i think that's like the golden rule you know it's yeah, like the unspoken yeah. rule okay so just putting <laughs> that out there <laughs> yeah all right all right let's let, let, let's chat a little bit about biggest mistakes uh we made as a coach um Let's start off with what What do you think is your biggest mistake with like being a coach? Actually, let's talk about how long have we been coaches for? Or how long have you been a um, fitness coach or into fitness in general? Like, let's talk a little bit about our backstory. Yeah, for sure. So I actually started in fitness. I want to say like 2015, 2016. So I've been in the game for yeah. quite some time now, but I haven't actually yeah. gotten into coaching. I want to say until about or like even sparked my interest into coaching until about like 2019 um that's when i actually went through like my fitness transformation and funny story again like when i went through my fitness transformation and everything i did not even have like any idea of like oh where i wanted to like take my career path so 
for me, when I went under my fitness transformation, I had so many people reaching out to me. Kevin, you're such an inspiration. Kevin, you're so motivational. Like, how did you um, do that transformation? Because I want to go through something similar. Can you help me out? Right. And for once, uh, once I got that question, um, it's actually kind of relating to this topic. That's when I started like thinking, oh my goodness, like people are actually reaching out to me now. Like maybe I can make something out of this because at the time I, I was taking a degree for like accounting or something. And that's yeah. something I'm not passionate about at all. So me think about, oh, now I have the opportunity to either, like actually help other people. And at the same time, like I can make a career out of this. Let me look into this a little bit. So that's what I did. And for like three years now, I've been like dabbling still in the fitness uh, scene, but I was actually a full-time coach now for almost a year now. It's almost my one year anniversary. So that's something I'm super excited about. How about you? Atta boy, atta boy. How about me? Well, first of all, congratulations on that. Yeah, I love the fact that you, you know, people are, are reaching out to you. And, and, you know, the thing is like people, people don't realize that you don't have to be like, Mr. Olympia to inspire people, right? Just like the fact that you went from, you know, whatever it is that you went from to where you are now, like that alone, is, your story, everybody's story is unique. And that's what is inspiring. The fact that everyone struggles in their own way, but that's where we can all connect, right? And yeah, with my with my story, it, it's a little bit more, uh, it's, it, it's long term, it's more long term, because like I was struggling ever since I was probably like 12. I remember like I have pictures on my Facebook. If I scroll all the way down, I have pictures on my Facebook of me taking uh shirtless pictures of my physique, right? As as weird and, and as weird as that sounds. But I was self-conscious. Like I was super insecure about my body as as young as I can remember, like in my teens. And I don't know what stemmed it. Like I mean, obviously, like I, I share the story of like getting bullied, you know, feeling like no confidence and you know having no control of my life. So it really stemmed from that point where I was like a little scrawny kid, didn't feel like I can, you know, have control over my life. And then fitness, like being able to control my body was the first step in that direction of like, oh, I actually do have some control with where my life is going. And that was like that huge addiction that I got was just like in the gym or working out, you have full control of your body. And that sense of capability, that sense of like, I'm in control. I don't know. That itself was what sparked it. And then uh, I didn't actually like, I didn't think I was going to be a, like a phys ed teacher or any of that until later on, I met my, 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 my high school coach, my high school phys ed teacher. And I, I just honestly asked him like, yeah, I want to like, I want to build muscle. Like I just asked him like, I want to build muscle. How do I do it? And he pointed me towards bodybuilding.com. That was like the first, that was a huge uh, website that like you get free programs, all that stuff. And I followed it to a T and, I, and within the first year or two of like following it, I blew up and I was just hooked on it. And from then on, I was just like always interested in uh, fitness and working out. And then on top of that, I really like science. So best case scenario is like, okay, let me do kinesiology. Uh, I went into kinesiology for my, my, my undergrad, uh, got the degree up there. That's, that's my kin degree. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't really think that helped that much. I think most of my knowledge, honestly, was from going through the actual, like, doing the bodybuilding.com and, and watching a ton of videos on YouTube. Like, honestly, I would say more of my knowledge came from, like, self-research versus just the kindergarten, just throwing that out there. Um, and then I became a PT for the last, you know, maybe 
three years ago before COVID. And then for the last two years, I went, no, last, was it two years? No, it was uh, 2020 of December, of December. So technically it was only one full year of just online coaching. Uh, but prior to that, I actually was dabbling in it, but I was doing, I don't, I had no system. I, I had no idea how to actually do it properly. Uh, and then now I'm here. So that's basically my little, little come up story of like how I became a full-time online fitness coach, loving life. It's so, it's so crazy to uh, just to hear about your story and how different paths like uh, can lead us to like the same, almost like similar um, path where we are right now, because I can relate to your story in a sense. Like I also got bullied and I also came from a place where like I was lacking confidence. I was lacking self-esteem, but yeah. for you back in high school, you were like, you know what? I'm going to do something about it. I'm actually going to take care of myself. For me, I was on the flip side. I was like, I'm just going to hide in my room and play my video games. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like two different distinct paths and it doesn't matter like how you start. It's just like matters of where you end up or how you finish. Right. And yeah, and that's the beauty of it too. It's like with fitness, you can start at any time. It does not matter where you are right now. You can start. And as long as you don't give up, you can honestly achieve anything. Um, but that's not the that's not the topic uh, we're going to yeah. talk about today. We, we got to derail. Yeah, we got de definitely derailed a little bit. But that's an important message that I love that we brought up. So getting into like the biggest mistakes that we've made as coaches um, going back to like my story, if you don't mind me going first, um, yeah, yeah, for I, sure. as I mentioned, like when I started my fitness journey or my, uh, sorry, my transformation in particular, I had this one guy, uh, reach out to me and he was like, Kevin, like, you're so inspirational. Like I see your, the progress you're making. Like, how did you get there? Like, what did you do? And he actually in, expressed interest in, um, me like, I'm seeking under my guidance, right? Like helping him like transform his life through like health and fitness or whatever. Like he wanted to like lose some body fat. He wanted to build some muscle. He just wanted to like get more toned for the summer or whatever. And that's again, like someone reaching out to me just made me spark this interest in like this career. So I remember I was like honored that someone asked me for help or let alone advice. Right. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. I can help you a hundred percent. Like I, I didn't even think of like charging the guy, you know what I mean? Cause I'm still like new to everything. I was like, okay, let's uh, hop on like a discord call or whatever. And I'm going to walk you through everything. So my biggest mistake was this. We get on the call and for that call, it was like an entire hour of me just like explaining everything in depth. I'm like, okay, so you got to do your macros. You got to like do your calories. You got to like get your water in. You got to like do your cardio. You got to like work out this many times a week. You got to hit this, this, this. And that was my biggest mistake because once I realized he like coaching people, you have to understand that they're not at the same level that you're operating at. So for me, I was like telling him everything that what I was doing, expecting him to like make that change overnight. And that was like, the biggest thing that shifted for me because the next day he told me, Hey Kevin, I really appreciate you uh, getting back to me with all this information. Unfortunately, right now it's not the best time for actually uh, for me to start my fitness journey and stuff. And it took me some time. I thought like, I was like, okay, maybe this guy's not cut out for it. But after some time of like self-reflection, I understood that him being overwhelmed with the information I've given him was entirely my fault. It was my fault because now that I know better and actually coaching like hundreds of people, I know that you have to start people off small, like slowly and where they're operating right now 
isn't the same level of where I'm operating right now. Like I might be going to the gym like five times a week, drinking like four liters of water, getting like 10,000 plus steps every single day. But for them, if they're like very sedentary, if they're not really moving much, if they didn't even go to the gym, you can't just tell them, hey, you have to work out five times a week. Hey, you got to drink four liters of water if they're only drinking like one cup a day. Like you have to start them off small. So it wasn't necessarily um, that fitness wasn't like the right time for him. It was just more of the fact that he was so overwhelmed with all the information that I thrown at him at once that he was like, I don't know where to start. I'm just not going to do anything. And that was a big mistake on my part. So I feel like I actually could have, and I genuinely had his best interest at heart, but I gave it, I delivered the, the knowledge and the value in a way where it was too overwhelming and that caused him to not take any action at all. So looking back on it, would I have done things differently? I would say I don't have any regrets because that, that was like an important learning experience. But if I were to like help him again, if we ever like cross paths again, my approach would be a hundred times different. What so, are your thoughts? Yeah. So, yeah, so for what I'm hearing, it's basically um, the person was at a level that was not ready, not, not, not necessarily ready, but had not had that information that you had, like you had this much information to give. Right. And they probably weren't prepared to hear all that all at once or, or where they were at currently, they might've been a beginner and, you know, overwhelming them with so much information is what threw them off. Right. Because, you know, fitness is really, it is really complicated, but there are ways to make it more simple, right? Like in terms of, okay, you need to track your calories, you need to track your macros, but there's ways that you can make it more simple. For example, you know, just your total calories is the most important thing, for example, right. Versus your carbs need to be this much, your fats need to be this much. And I think what you're saying is basically you gave them all of it all at once versus breaking it down into, okay, this is like maybe the first step that I would get you to do and just focus on that. And then once he gets that done, you know, you would give him a little bit more of the information that would build upon that. Right. Is that what you're basically yeah. going about? hundred percent. So it's kind of like me starting off small. Like that's my best approach that I should have done. I'm like, okay, so what I want you to do is just focus on your water intake. So right now you told me that you're yeah. only drinking one cup of water a day. How about we start increasing that to two cups? And once we're more consistent with that, then we, you know, we can um, reconvene like next week start and focusing. then focus on a different habit. Okay. Now I want you to up your activity a little bit. Maybe you only get in like 2000 steps a day. Let's aim for like 4,000. You know, can we do that? Yeah. He's like, cool. So all I have to do is go for like a 20 minute walk and then boom, I already have 4,000 steps. I'm like, oh, awesome. Now we're consistent with our water, our steps. Now we could start introducing something else. It's not about like doing so many things at once and then just burning out. Yeah, it's yeah, about doing small yeah. things over time. And then again, over time, you're going to get to my level or even like at your own level, but it's not about comparing each other. It's about comparing where you are right now to where you were like yesterday. So I think playing the long game can really go a long way. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. And like, I think we, we talk a lot about it on our podcast where like we talk about, you know, you got to set up like these little, little milestones, right? Like, so once you build this habit, that's only the only time that you should add on something else, right? Like it wouldn't make sense to, you know, do a hundred things, not be consistent with those hundred things and then try to add more to that, right? It's better to have one thing, get consistent with that one thing and then you can add on then you can then you once you get consistent with two you can do three four five right i think it's all about that that progression that we're we're, we're always pushing out here and yeah it's it it makes the most sense to like 
you can't like go from, for example, um, being a you playing little league in in basketball, right? And then you go throw somebody that's playing playing a, a recreational basketball, and you throw them into the NBA. Like, how do you think they're gonna do, right? That's kind of the idea that we have here. It's like you can't have NBA level uh, habits, NBA level uh, execution without going through the step progressions that going from little league, going from recreation, go from I don't know the league, D league, whatever it is, right? Um, and that's pretty much how it applies to to your fitness, guys. Like. You got to realize that where you are, you got to build upon it and don't overwhelm yourself um, by taking on everything. Like you might see your favorite influencer. Oh, I train seven days a week and I don't take any rest days. But guys, you got to realize that he didn't start there or she didn't start there. Right. There was like a huge progression. And also on top of that, we can get into the other stuff that they might be doing, uh, which is, uh, you know, the the that stuff <laughs> that a lot of people don't realize they don't realize like what you see on the social media is oftentimes not not as it seems it's almost never as it seems so just keep your your guys thoughts on that when you see something boom yeah. and transitioning that into dj what is like your biggest mistake as a coach yeah yeah, yeah man i again like i don't think i'm perfect i think i'm learning every single day um, and you know, one of the biggest things that I find that I used to do and I'm working on it now and have been a lot better at is setting the right expectations with what, uh, what a transformation requires. Like what I used to do, and this was the mistake early on when I started was just like making it seem like it was going to be a walk in the park, right? Like I used to promote, um, you know, you don't have to give up anything. You gotta, you know, la la la. At a, at, there's a certain degree of that where yes, you can still enjoy your favorite foods. Yes, you can still enjoy the things that you do, but there are going to be some sacrifices that you've got to make. Like what you're doing now or what you're doing previously, you got to understand that by doing the same things, you're not going to get a different result, right? And what I think I I, I could have improved on prior, uh, well, before was just setting that expectation of like realizing that it might, it's, pro- it's going to get hard. There are going to be times where you're going to want to quit. And you got to realize that you can't just keep that same lifestyle and then expect your whole life to change. Like there are going to be some sacrifices you've got to make and how this, you know, how this negatively impacted it is like, you know, some people that would expect them to would expect like, Oh, I'm going to keep eating like crap. I'm going to keep eating this. I'm going to keep eating. I'm going to keep doing very minimal exercise. Like that's not how it works. Right. And you're not going to get results by doing the same thing. Right. There's a reason why, people get stuck and it's because they ha- they're they not changing where they are now and applying new habits, new rituals, new whatever it may be, right? And how I struggled there was just like, if somebody didn't get the results they wanted, uh, I, I take that personally because it's me, it's my job to set the, the tone of the program. It's my job to set the expectation of like, yes, again, you can still have your cake and eat it too but to a certain degree. And there are sacrifices that need to be made. And I, I think, you know, now I'm making it a lot, uh, a lot more clear that it's a process. It's, it's going to take time. And yes, you've got to also, you know, do the work and it's not just walk in the park or else everybody would have it, right? Like, or else, you know, there, there would be no need for coaches. There would be no need for people that, you know, have the, the, the expertise in this. Like it's, yeah, it's something that used to I used to not really uh, hammer down, but now I've obviously really tried to make it apparent. 
And that was my biggest mistake. I love this so much because I also resonate with this. And I'm kind of like in that similar path where I promote like no diets. I don't, I promote like, oh, you don't have to give up anything. But at the same time, I think there's a big misconception when people say, oh, I don't have to give up anything I, I, I eat or like give up my favorite foods. What they're thinking is this disconnect that I'm starting to realize. Um, just because I say, oh, you don't have to give up your favorite foods. A lot of the times people are thinking, oh, that means... I can eat the same way I, I am right now and still make progress. Like I want to learn, right? Like how can I still get the results without sacrificing anything? And that's a big misconception. Just because you can yeah, eat your yeah. favorite foods doesn't mean you can eat them all the time or it doesn't mean you can eat them in unlimited quantities. Because what yeah. I teach in my program is all about balance. It's all about moderation. It's all about portion control. Yes, you're not cutting it out, but at the same time, you're still making more small tweaks. Yes, you're still like reducing a little bit so that you can actually achieve your results. So that's like also the message that I'm still trying to like slowly promote and really hammer down is like there has to be a clear understanding of like what is it that's inside the program, right? I'm, I'm not just saying, oh, you can eat whatever you want in terms of like keep the same eating routines and habits and everything and still get the results. I don't believe in that at all. I still believe that you still need to like put in the work. You still need to show up for yourself. You still need to make some sacrifices in order to get what yeah. you want. Otherwise, as you mentioned, you would have had everything by now and you can't change if nothing changes. So there has to be some change involved in the process. Yeah, no, that, that, and that's exactly it. I think, I think it's uh, a lot of people want the, the quick fix, right? Like that's, that's, and then thinking about it, it's like, oh, this person is able to do that. Like, I don't really need to change much, which was kind of the message that I think I was uh, not, not doing justice and really setting the tone of like, no, yes. Like we said, you can have your cake, you can have this, but understand that that's not all you're going to be eating. Like you're still going to have to eat 80% of your diet, for example, is going to be clean, right? Like 80% of your diet should be real food, right? Like that's what uh, that, that's what I've been, you know, really hammering down. And, and actually my slogan, my whole catch line has changed since the start of like my coaching. It used to be, um, I think the last thing I talked about was carbs. I like loving carbs. Now it's about no BS. And I, I think that's a better, uh, that's a better message that I resonate with where it's like, I know all the BS things that people are doing because I've done them. Trust me. I've spent countless time and hours researching and wasting money on supplements that I, I think that resonates with me the most. And I can really hammer that point of like, yeah, like this is what's going to actually work. This is what's not going to work. Right. And this is why keto doesn't work. This is why blah, blah, blah doesn't work because again, we're all looking for that quick fix. And I think it's, that's the expectation. We got to switch around. It's not a quick fix. It's a lifestyle change. Lifestyle means for the rest of your life, which is, you know, long-term. Yeah. And I feel like that's the perfect note to end on as well, because, yeah. um, again, you attract who you are and when you're promoting like, Oh, you can eat whatever you want. A lot of the times, like there could be like mixed, gonna, you know, like, uh, people are going to get the wrong message. Right. And that's when uh, you're going to attract people who are like, they want the easy way out, but at the same time, they don't read your content. They're just saying, Oh, I don't have to give them my exactly. favorite foods. And that's where the miscommunication yeah. comes in align with like our messaging and everything. Um, and I try to like, again, I, when I promote those things, like, Oh yeah, you don't have to give up your favorite foods. I make it clear in the caption, but I, I, I find that yeah, most of the time of... people don't read them. Right. Don't like, read. Oh, nope. 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 They just, how many people are guilty right now? <laughs> listening to this or watching 
How many times do you just see a seven second video? There's a huge caption. You're just like, oh, cool. You just see the, the headline, right? And you know what's funny too? I've seen this, uh, these videos on TikToks. It's like, oh, five biggest tips for weight loss or whatever, right? Number five is very important. So what they do is like the first four tips are like a bunch of bogus, you know, like, oh, intermittent fasting is the best for weight loss. Oh, you got to take apple cider vinegar every day in the morning to lose like five pounds, blah, blah, blah. And then number five is like, oh, don't believe everything you see on the internet, right? And the first four tips were absolutely BS, but people did not stay until number five. They're staying for like the first like, oh, four crap. tips. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my yeah. goodness, this is like the next quick fix. I'm gonna send this to all my friends. And those videos actually you know, tend to get a lot of views, but it's like, they don't they stay do. for the whole video. So now they're only looking yeah. at the first four tips. They lose and the context. Them, right? So yeah, yeah. That, that's actually smart, you know, by the way. So I don't know. I might try no, we need, You know what? We're going to do a live. We got to do a live on like just going over like all the myths. We should go over like five bit. We should download the video and just like <laughs> post it here and just like critique the whole thing of like all the BS that we see because I, that would be a good topic. We're definitely going to do good, that. That's going to be our yeah. next podcast episode. Yeah. Also, one thing that I, I saw was like the best way to lose body fat and build mu- or retain muscle was like going on a treadmill and just walking for 30 minutes on the 11 incline. How many people are doing that? I I literally went to my gym and I saw so many people on three incline, uh, 11 incline at a three speed. And they did it for 30 minutes. I was like, wow, people actually think this is the best way. And the problem with that, is it going to, is it going to help? It can definitely help. But if you're limited time on the gym guys, and all you do is cardio, you guys are shooting yourself in the foot. Right. And we can go into a whole conversation about that, but guys don't just believe that's a problem. That's why I think I have a, a mission is to debunk all the BS. And if you're doing only cardio and you're doing absolutely no resistance training and your goal is to lose body fat, you're doing it all wrong. Focus on resistance training, compound lifts. That's what's going to get you to build muscle. Muscle is highly uh, metabolic, meaning that you're going to burn a lot of calories because you have more muscle and there's a ton of benefits, right? Like we can, again, this is not the topic of today. Maybe we'll go into that, but just be careful. Be wary out there, folks. And yeah, with that being said, guys, this was another amazing episode of the Way to Nomad podcast with Kevin Vu. Uh, where can they find you, Kevin? Yo, so you can find me on Instagram at Vusion Fitness, TikTok at Vusion Fitness, or on Facebook at Vusion Fit. And you can also check out my podcast at A Vision Includes You. And until next time, I think we're signing off. Peace. Peace, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.